Alrighty, welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute. My name is Mark. You can follow me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can also follow me on social media at No Clutch Nate, as well as my toy photography Instagram page, Clutch Figures. And I'm Jake. You can follow me on all social media at Jake Animation. And all right, today we are covering Man of Steel, minute number 18. It starts with Theor and Zod being frozen, and then the minute ends with the Sword of Rao being sent into the Phantom Zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, we hear again we see here Zod is um, unfazed or appears tries to appear unfazed as he's being frozen, and I notice that the cryo capsule actually gets like in his eyes. It's freezing him like because he is just so focused on the council and probably Laura. He's probably staring directly at Laura. Yeah, um, and he doesn't show any pain. Uh, again, the he's not blinking or anything, and it just gets in his eye and everything and. It freezes them, and um, then we see the the capsules being sent into the Black Zero ship. The, yeah, the yes, Black yeah. Zero is the name of the ship. So, yeah. yeah, um, and yes, it it does look pretty phallic. Yep, yeah. I, I also wrote that down. Um, uh, but yeah, why why is like what is. I mean, maybe why the does design. It, why does it look phallic? Some, yeah, just what, maybe the design was just like I guess it's supposed to look semi sarcophagusy. Mm-hmm. Oh, but also make it a rocket, so a penis. <laughs> yeah, um, flying dicks in the air. Yeah. All right. I think someone must have noticed that, but they did it anyways. And I don't know. Sometimes, like, like if you look at, isn't? Well, um, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, but isn't that kind of the point? Sure. To look phallic. To just be like a coffin? Oh, yeah. I, I was think it's s- supposed to just look like a sarcophagus. I was gonna say, I was gonna people. say, maybe there's a point to make it look phallic. Like I would have disagreed with you if you said that, because like if you look at like there's another artist like H.R. Geiger. Yeah. And like a lot of his works have just very dark, sensual mm. imagery in them. If you look at some of his works, like they just tend That's to an understatement. By the way, yeah. He's very sexual in his yeah. artwork. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right, so, you know, I'm not damning that it looks like a penis. <laughs> I just, it just think like it's a it, penis. there might be something there. And um, well, I think it's part of our culture to kind of plug kind of that. Yeah, like hey, exactly things that look like breasts and huge cocks flying in the air yes. and All chickens right. and what, what, whatever. Of course. Chickens? Yeah. Did you cocks. say? No, I said cocks. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So we're on that one. <laughs> Got it. So, yeah, I think, yes, they do look phallic. And I think there might just be some something behind the scenes like i don't know something psychological about it that's being sure. put there for a reason <laughs> as they enter a giant ship so maybe there is something there for a reason but other than that all the shots here are great i love the the various shots that we see of the black zero launching out oh, yeah. of Oof, the kryptonian yeah. law council <laughs> uh yeah i think this is definitely supposed to depict that how how massive the black zero actually is um, it's just a big honking, honking ship, you know? It lays on the Honk horn a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, what's cool about this minute to me is it's like 95% like 3D. Yeah. There's only like maybe 15 seconds of the whole minute that has like live action stuff implemented onto it. Um, and to see the 3D, like, just, I can't even imagine the render time that it took for this. Mm-hmm. Because you're talking about 
comping the whole the whole back like like a matte painting in the back smoke liquid dynamics yeah uh, 3d models that are you know 15 to 16 million polygons you're talking about absolutely like astronomical huge rendering huge rendering times but that's that's necessary to make things seem more believable because um and i'm going to use another film as an example um the film pacific rim yeah everything every kaiju and jaeger was rendered massively so that you can see the detail in the skin mm-hmm. and everything looks believable and it feels like there's actual weight in every 3d yeah. model that's on the f- uh, in the picture um because without it um it's just unbelievable like you can't really get into it yeah and part of that is actually um the texture maps so when you make a when you make geom- like when you make a 3d model it like creates geometry Mm-hmm. And so when you when you do film projects like this, you basically like like skin a cat. You take that geometry and flatten it out, and mm-hmm. then you create or paint the texture that goes over it. And then on top of that, you can make a binary bump map, which the computer yeah, that, it's called bit mapping or something. There, it, there's a bit map as well, but the bump map is what creates the the fake depth. Mm. So there's no there may not actually be a dent in the in that real close up of his of the face, but it could be a bump mat that fakes it, so you don't actually have to make all the extra geometry that goes there or those polygons that go there. So it's really fascinating to see that type of stuff because the geometry is probably a lot lower than we think, but also the textures are really high. In Pacific Rim, I know for a fact that those models are like insane to look at you're talking yeah. millions upon millions of polygons and probably 15 to 16k texture maps so like no yeah I, uh, i'm a huge buff of watching uh, like i'll literally buy a dvd of a film just to watch special features oh yeah so i'm like it's like johnny finds it so boring because like i will buy a film and all i want to do is watch special features about a film and so i did watch the pacific pacific rim one and Guillermo del Toro talks a lot about how he wanted them rendered large, like as large as possible to make it so that you can see the texture as you're watching the film and like yeah. everything, like you can see the depth in the character and it is not just, it doesn't, um, it doesn't look like they're zoomed into a small rendering. It's like, it is that big yeah. so that they, so um, it's as believable as possible when you watch it as a, as in a theater, or as an audience. So I thought that was, I think it's fantastic, and I guess it, it plays here as well. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's it's an amazing shot in general. Mm-hmm. Just I mean the 3D aspect, the uh, it just flows so well connected to the live action and technically the same shot because yeah. they'll they'll show the council and then they look up as the you know the flying dicks prism yeah, flying yeah. dick prisms go straight up. Um, into the giant black vagina thing or yes. black zero yeah, vagina. Exactly. Sorry. Yeah. No, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the and it's terms. cool because it's seamless, and it's just I know that that doesn't it, it that takes weeks of work just to do that one single shot, so it's cool and I I like to see that stuff and I'd be curious to see the behind the scenes for that and like how they made that. Yeah, I like the like we'll see in a lot of of this film those shots that kind of look like ground level shots where everything looks like mm-hmm. they're there. So you get that, yeah. you get that weird like NASA launch shot. That's like with the, the thrusters. Yeah. The, down. And like the, yeah. Um, it's classic Snyder. If you actually, yeah. 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 
the zoom in like you're holding your own camera. Yeah. It's a good thing. It's I fun. Like it. I yeah, enjoy I it. It, it, it. It worked well for this movie particularly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Especially when we get to the Battle of Smallville and they're on like they're fighting in that town. Yeah. Everything looks like a like documentary shot yeah. or like a war zone kind of shot and here i think it's great because it's, it's a massive ship launching and so it's a lot of good shots there we see um everyone looks at the ship as it's um jettisoning out into the stratosphere and we see laura lorvange like beginning to shed a tear just one and i think that in her mind they got the like, like the sword of Rao got a better way out than yeah. than the rest of Krypton. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I think. Um, well, they weren't knowing that they were gonna like be be freed from the prison. Did, but they, or do you think she did? No, I don't think they knew that. Like the destruction of the planet was gonna free them. That we we get to see later on. But um, I think that she knows that at least you're still going to be on a different plane of reality and not stuck here on this doomed planet. Yeah, because yeah, I because they they got a way out. You know, and I think she realizes that, and I think she would rather rather have had them stay here and and die with the rest of Krypton, but yeah. they get sent off again. It's one of those things where you like look at someone, and you go, "Wow, people in prison have better lives than us because they get taken care of," kind of thing. And here these are these people getting sent to reconditioning outside of Krypton, and Krypton is is eventually going to explode in her husband's theory. So. They got a better way out than she did, yeah. and you know, like, and I think she knows that, and it's it's sad for her to have to go along. It's like here, this guy so. killed my husband. Well, he wanted trial. to kill my son, and he, you know, he gets the better the better bargain basically because it doesn't matter that they're being sent to reconditioning. The fact is, is they got off Krypton, and you know, she didn't. Yeah, and and she's I mean, and she's probably shaken up because of how forceful Zod was threatening so it could all be that too and this is just like her trying to still be powerful and stay strong but she still has to show some of emotion do you guys have anything else Uh, i I I just wanted to cover all this before we start getting into the phantom zone gate thing that we're about to jump into that's all i have the tendrils yeah stuff so but yeah, I yeah. Write down. It's the Council of Five. It doesn't I just like I like five the shot counts. in general. Yeah. yeah, the shot of the ship leaving. And yeah, all that. I just thought it was yeah. really pretty and cool to watch. Yeah, so we do get to see this Phantom Zone gate thing, which I don't really know what else to call it. But it's that's the it, Phantom Zone projector. That's what that is the called. The Phantom Zone projector. Yes. So that's how the ship is able to enter the Phantom Zone. Yes. And it's I'm uh, kind of curious, like that. Is that built to go there, or? Yeah, yeah. Here, I'll give you. The, I'll give you the background. Um, the Phantom Zone projector itself was made by Jor El, and um, it, it was as used as like a prison. It was just like this separate universe. And it's like they, a Stargate. It's it's like learning hyperspace. Okay. It's it's just able to travel through. It's it's folding. They they mm-hmm. found a black hole. Jor El was made able to make a black hole and contain stuff in it. So okay. It's like his secret. Let's put everything here. It's yeah. super awesome. Storage again, Jor-El made it. <laughs> yeah, again, Jor-El made it. He's a no crazy one else. Person. No other scientist makes stuff here. Just Jor-El. Yeah, so he's um, their only scientist. Yeah, so yeah, the one so, scientist. So that's the Phantom Zone projector. Um, it's actually we get to see that it that it opens up in a triangle form, which actually relates directly to the old Phantom Zone 
projector in, in the previous uh, Superman movie where Zaga Strat and it's like just a floating triangle mm-hmm. in space. That's like what that huh. is. It's kind of like just like a window and you're on the other side, but yeah, you're you can't see anything. I had, this one doesn't get to see. A window. I didn't. I didn't do the research for this black hole or uh, phantom zone projector, but I had a theory about it, and it doesn't sound too far fetched now that I hear it from you. But um, I just had like a theory that maybe um, a black hole got really near, like got too close to Krypton, and the only way that they were able to deal with it was by containing it into like. They put these things around it to yeah. basically contain it, and then whenever they want to, they just open it and put whatever in there, and then close it back up again. Kind um, of. So it's like, um, it's they are three satellites, and they do like transfer a beam to subspace. So like it, it's like a gateway more so. I just than, feel than like a, than they're a, than, a, than, a, than a cage. They're keeping the black hole like contained right there, and like when, that's just like the opening. To and it. then whenever they need to use it, they just like let go a little bit so that it opens a little bit and they can send stuff in there and then they close it back up again. So it's there and it's pretty dangerous. If that's so like the Ark of the Covenant. So like yeah. you open it up to like this fucking crazy place mm-hmm. and then like you just toss something in there and close it up yeah, real quick. And everyone's like, woo! Barely yeah. made it. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, it's more like uh, other dimensional than, mm-hmm. uh, than just black hole. It's uh, it's well. I mean, well, we don't really I mean, know what's yeah, in a black really hole. What's in a black hole? So it's it's, it's, it's yeah. It's more makes it's sense. more other dimension. It's subspace. So it's just like another thing that's beyond our comprehension. I, I guess it's like if Cygnus came near us. So uh, oh my god, Mike Cummins came near us. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, then we decided like oh, we had to do something with it. So let's just contain it, and it's sitting there. So really, that thing is a threat to Krypton. It's just sitting there, but they've got it on lock. Like, keep your enemies close, kind of deal. Yeah. So they. They turned something that could have killed Krypton a long time ago into, yeah, a gate, or so. Yeah, I think that I think it's more gateway-ish. The computer. Yeah. Absolutely. But uh, the, the, then it's got the uh, the. Yeah, the little tendril things on yeah. the on the gate, and that must, uh, but what it's all the electricity, <laughs> the electrotricity, <laughs> electrotricity, <laughs> electrotricity. <laughs> The electricity coming off of them is that like uh, does is that supposed to mean anything? Is that just supposed to be like oh cool science is happening? Yeah, kind of. But I also feel like there's a way to explain it because why not? And I think that so the gate opens up and there's no one there to maintain it. There's no one saying like um, all right the ship's in there we can close the gate now. So yeah. they implement these tendrils or like these beaded tentacles. These, uh, anal beads if you will <laughs> um and they feel out oh so this is the butthole of space yeah, yeah. so we got got the penises, it i'm there we got the vagina yeah. and then we got the, the mm-hmm. butthole it's all everything was organic on yeah the time, so okay. of course they modeled after perfect this explains everything now. yeah electricity <laughs> um so uh, the containment kind of opens up a bit allowing whatever to enter the phantom zone and these tentacles, they basically feel for matter entering it. And once the ship is inside, the tendrils can't feel for any matter. So they, in their programming, they're like, okay, nothing's here anymore to go into the phantom zone. Close it up. It's time to close up now. So once they come back and start, the tentacles start kind of contacting each other now, then mm-hmm. they realize that there's really nothing there. They can so go ahead and like close. Tickled? tentacles yeah so it's it's like like it it feels for matter it opens once there's no matter to pull into it then it closes back up again because it it basically 
they basically pull themselves to close. It's like, like a, a zipper. It's like a guard or like a yeah yeah makes sense. Um, I'm trying to think of a when you leave an, an apartment complex and you run over the the spikes. Yeah, it goes down. <laughs> yeah, you go, yeah. Your car pushes the spikes. the spikes down. You go and then when there's nothing there to push the spikes down, they come back up. I don't know. Fuck you. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> that I makes like sense it. to me. I got it. I got it a long time ago, man. Well, maybe. But yeah, that's the it. I mean, that's, this didn't. is like a super, super good shot of of the Phantom Zone and, and what actually happens. It's cool because it shows the reverse side where like it almost looked like something's like pushing out of it, but like it's all like a cloth, like it's like yeah, pushing it's, through. It's like a really soft cloth kind of thing, but mm-hmm. it's all just like getting d- displaced somewhere else. I think it's cool. But also, it's the same kind of, um, uh, like, in the next minute when Cal's ship goes away, like, he, he does the same thing. He passes through the same space that the Black Zero is in now. And Cal's ship didn't need to go through this. It had, it didn't he ha- had a phantom drive, which is uh, hyperdrive. It, exce- it, 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 it's, it makes you go through the phantom zone. But the Black Phantom Z- zone is, like, it's, it's nothing. It's, it's but the Black Zero space. has a phantom drive. Yes. No. No, yes, they, they did they, not have the they phantom made drive. one. They, they made, made one. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I know they talk about they fixed the phantom drive or something. No, they retrofitted it. They, oh, they, okay, okay. It um when the well I guess that's the next minute when it blows up it all they all get to d- discover new things. But yeah, um Cal's ship passes through that same space that the Black Zero now occupies. Like an E pass. Yeah. Like an E pass. <laughs> You know how they have like spaces this, and then you got to make a hole so it passes through all of this. That's this Phantom Zone. Which finger's the Phantom Zone? <laughs> <laughs> you start from the top again. Which one goes in the butt? It'd be better if I had my hand puppets. <laughs> they actually know how to tell the my story. My Kryptonian ham puppets. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <coughs> Excuse me. But besides that, I don't really have anything. You guys, did you get a lot it. out no, of this I one? Mean, I mean, just uh, just that that full. This is the this is the Phantom Zone. This is where it goes. It was so. cool to see the shot, though. I don't. Yeah, but I, like also in, like I don't think people really understood that the the Black Zero is a prison. I think it's just like I didn't until big old today. spaceship going yeah. into this thing. Like oh yeah, and like I think that's just like a kind of like a move along storytell kind of basis. Like, I thought it was a throwaway ship. Yeah, it, like oh, they yeah, put them up sense. there and we're just like all right, just fucking put them on the ship and yeah, send them no. to the the space, but. But like that's mm-hmm. like, that's like it's the only one of its kind. Like that's like a that's super prison. Yeah, but no, no I think that I think that's mostly it with this. I I couldn't really take much stuff other than the PZP. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacob, did you get anything? Uh, no, that was it. I just like the shot because we see the front the, and the back of the portal. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it is. that's what mm-hmm. I was trying to say. Earlier, you know, yeah. you see it halfway through. The triangle yeah. of, of space anus. Yeah. Spanus. Spanus. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think it's cool to see the black hole as like a, like a 2D object. Like yeah. in space yeah. or it's just like that. And so you see it going in, but nothing's coming out on the other side. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just simple and cool to look at. It is. Yeah. I think, it's, and it's not an easy shot to accomplish VFX wise. Yeah. Yeah. And I mentioned it. Yeah. That would be. It's 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 just tough. It's a I mean the, all of these There's shots are, are not yeah. are not easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's pretty crazy for a reason. That's true. Yeah. Um. Cool. Yeah, well, that's, then that's, I that's, it. that's pretty good. Solid. Uh, minute there. 
Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and wrap up. We're, um, if you like what you hear, don't forget to comment, rate, subscribe. I don't know what you're going to comment on, but you can write a review <laughs> and write a comment on there. Um, if you want to follow us on all social media, you can check us out, DCEU Minute. And we will catch you guys here on the next one here on DC Cinematic Minute.